Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 18, verses 5 through 9. If you're paying close attention, yesterday I said we were going to go verses 1 through 6, but I didn't get verses 5 and 6, and I'm glad I didn't because they actually tie into this next section better. You remember in yesterday's text, Jesus was telling the disciples that they needed to enter the kingdom of heaven like a child. He goes on with the child theme in verse 5. Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. When Jesus refers to these little ones who believe in me, he's actually referring to his disciples, not referring to the child who they brought in the midst of him in yesterday's text. And he's saying that anyone who causes them to sin is going to face a severe punishment, so severe that it would be better if you had a millstone tied around your neck and thrown into the sea. This is another one of those sayings of Jesus that the people who want to only present us with a Jesus who is soft and cuddly and warm and fuzzy and self-esteem oriented have a problem with. This is a pretty harsh statement by Jesus. He's warning of oncoming judgment and he's warning of the severity of sin and causing others to sin. And that's something that we should factor into our understanding of who Jesus is. Verse 7. Woe to the world for temptations to sin, for it is necessary that temptations come, but woe to the one by whom the temptation comes. In my Bible, this section is separated by a heading which was not inspired by the Holy Spirit, but added by Bible editors later, and I think it kind of gets in the way, because this is just a natural progression of thought from this previous text about not causing these little ones who believe in me to sin. Verse 8, And if your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life crippled or lame than with two hands or two feet to be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into the hell of fire. Once again, Jesus speaking pretty clearly and pretty harshly about judgment that will come to people who sin. Now we need to be careful with a text like this. We need to remember the gospel in light of what Jesus is saying. The gospel is this, that you and I are born into sin, we commit sin, we're guilty before before God, the punishment for sin is death, physical death, and spiritual separation from God in a place that the Bible calls hell. All that is true, but the gospel says that God loved us so much that he sent his son Jesus to live a perfect life that we can't live. He didn't sin. He's not stained by sin. Therefore, he meets God's righteous requirements. He's holy and blameless. Not only that, but at the end of his ministry on earth, God put the penalty for sin on Jesus Christ. He died on a cross. He rose again on the third day, and there's this great transaction that is available to anybody who put their faith and trust in Christ. When you do that, you receive the righteousness that he lived attributed to you. You receive the penalty that you owe God for your sin, Mark paid because of the payment he made on the cross. You're grafted into his family. You're forgiven. Your sin is washed away. Even though you sin in this life as a condition of your humanity, you and I who have faith in Christ will have a place in eternity. We are redeemed. We are reconciled. We are made pure. And that's the situation we find ourselves in. What we need to be careful about in a passage like this is not to go into a ditch one way or the other. You could read this and say, boy, I really need to be disciplined to not sin because if I sin, I'm going to get thrown into hell. And it is true that that's the consequence of sin. But as I just said, if you have faith in Christ, your sin is forgiven. You are clothed with the righteousness of Christ. And despite your sin, you're part of God's family and you're going to heaven. Being in heaven or being forgiven is not dependent on your ability 
ability to not sin. On the other hand, we might just blow this off and say, well, hey, since I'm forgiven, since I'm clothed with the righteousness of Christ through faith, I don't need to worry about this stuff. I don't need to worry about what I see with my eye or what I do with my hand or my foot. But Jesus is speaking to his disciples here. These are people who believe in him. These are people who are saved. And he's warning them that it's important to stay away from sin. Not because your ability to stay away from sin is going to keep you out of hell. It's not. Only faith in Christ will do that. Nevertheless, sin is a big deal and we should avoid it at all costs. We heard Jesus talk about this in Matthew 5 verses 27 through 30. We did a daily dose on that. You can go listen to it. This is about lust and the seriousness with which we should approach fighting that sin. At the end of the day, not sinning is not what saves us, but not sinning is what gives evidence to the fact that we truly have faith in Christ. So don't respond to this text from a works-based mentality where you're going to earn your salvation by not sinning because that's not going to happen. On the other hand, don't blow this text off because you're already saved as if not sinning doesn't matter. Heavenly Father, by the power of your Holy Spirit at work in us through faith in Christ, we help us to sin less. We help us to be disciplined in the areas where we are tempted so we can reflect your glory to the world and give evidence to your work in our lives. Pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.